0: Good morning, you're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp harr We're down in San Antonio, Texas at the Starnet Fall Meeting, and I'm with Randy Weiss, the owner of R.D. Weiss. Randy, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Kemp, and glad to be doing this interview outside in the sunshine
0: in San Antonio. Yeah, that, it's been raining down here in Texas. We've seen the flooding in Austin, and got down here, and it was cloudy for several days. So finally, the clouds are broken, and we've got a trade show this afternoon. I wanted to interview you. Let me first set the stage on who R.D. Weiss is. You've been in this business kind of your second career, got into it middle age after spending a lot of time in the corporate world with Clairol, I believe. Bristol myers Squibb, but they own Clairol. Okay. So in 1990, you got in this business. You entered it kind of uh, in a different way. You're, you're based in Elmsford. New York, you've got six locations and you're growing. Tell us a little bit about how business is for you. Business this year is terrific. The Northeast still has a
1: very good lift economically. The construction business is up about 18%. We're exceeding that number this year happily, but business is very good.
0: I was almost chuckling last night when you said, well, if the market's up 18%, then 18's par. You're telling me you're doing much better than that. That's good to hear. I want to get into some of that growth because, you know, when you talk to the major flooring companies in this business, None of them are seeing any number near that. I mean, I mean, they're probably seeing maybe 5%. And so here you're seeing uh, far in excess of that. But you started in this business a little differently. You got in on the maintenance side first, and then you joined StarNet. You were at one time their chairman. You're still one of their advisors now. What do they call that? Past chairs. Okay. When you joined StarNet, you did what most StarNet members do. You got more into the product and installation business, but you have. Change your business. And one of the reasons, as we said earlier, that you're growing is because of where you are. There's a lot of offices being built up there, but also it's the diversity of your offering. Tell us how you've diversified beyond just P&I and maintenance. So I think, Kemp, if you look at when
1: we got out of just doing the maintenance business and entered installation, we did not go into installation in a wholesale fashion. We picked a niche area, and that niche area in the mid-90s was doing occupied lift installations. Not everyone did them, and that meant that the profit margins were pretty healthy in that business, and it wasn't too competitive. And as we went down the path, we chose things that were sort of up and coming. It could have been tile and grout restoration. We got into hard surfaces by hiring a hard surface executive about six years ago so that we could adapt to what we saw coming down the pike with all types of hard surfaces, terrazzo, marble, granite, you name it. And we did not see those segments as overcrowded, so there was room to make
0: money. Well, you've also gotten into coatings. Uh, you mentioned tile grout cleaning and sealing, but you've gotten into poured floors. You mentioned last night a soy terrazzo, a liquid linoleum, and you're also in the polished concrete business. So those are big growth areas for you.
1: So they are. I will say of all the things we've gone into, the learning curve is probably the steepest in these exotic coatings. So it's not something you just turn on the switch and start doing, but it puts us in a little bit different category with others in the flooring business where we truly are going to market to help solve problems. We're trying to bring new ideas to the table and not repackage an old
0: idea. So when you look at the business as it was 10 years ago, we had a recession you came out of that recession with maybe a different color lens in your glasses and you've gotten into these coatings and these different areas is your customer the
1: same there's been some expansion on the customer side we're probably doing more institutional work than we used to a little more business in hospitals for us but you know i believe in organic growth i like to sell more to the customers i have So the majority of our uh, growth has really been in segments we were already in, just selling more to existing clients. And you acquired CTS Floors last year, right? It was actually two years ago. CTS, that was to get us better leverage in the multi-location retail kind of business. We had dabbled in it through the years. We would had some nice, nice accounts, but we found that their brand was frankly stronger than ours. You know, when you can't beat them, you join them. And you've just gotten into sports flooring, right? So just a year ago, we decided to enter the sports flooring arena. As you and I talked earlier, there's a lot of growth in that category. Seniors, more than ever, are trying to remain fit. They're playing basketball. They're lifting weights. They're doing all these things. And there's a new fitness center probably going up in every town as we speak. Mm -hmm.
0: So there's growth there. And it's
1: not overcrowded. So it fits one of my criteria.
0: So we've talked about all the successes. As you look at your business, what are a couple of the things that keep you up at night that you worry about, even with all this growth?
1: I think the thing I probably worry most about is uh, managing the growth and not expanding too quickly, not taking things on that are beyond our capabilities or capacity. Certainly the labor market is very tight, and I know there's a lot of conversation at, at every one of our StarNet meetings about bringing young people into the industry and the whole immigrant Uh, conversation around that but that's a bubble that's growing
0: so as we look at this meeting we're here at Starnet yesterday had some really good sessions with the whole groups and then breakout sessions today what are a couple of things that you're taking away from this meeting
1: the sentiments uh, of our members are very positive that everyone's having a pretty good year so that just sets the table for a lot of positive interaction I think yesterday in our joint meeting it was good mix of topics I especially like the topic about how at a certain size you can self-insure on your insurance and do it with a third party and save some really good money. Pete Larmore gave us, I think, just a great review, not just how to better manage projects, but how to better manage people and how to get your priorities in life straight. And as he said, you know, when your personal life's not straight, nothing else is straight. So a lot of these things are good reminders and it's helpful you know, coming from a colleague to kind of reset your own thinking.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's great to talk to you and catch up with you. Congratulations on your growth in the business. Again, been talking to Randy Weiss, the owner of R.D. Weiss based in New York area. And you've been listening to Kempar and floridaily.net.